0: Presents the endo podcast with your host T Sterling Watson.
1: Good morning, Indians. I'm T Sterling Watson,
0: and I'm Courtney.
1: This is the Indoo podcast, where morning drive time meets a late night talk show, and we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape. With knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is episode uh, one hundred and seventeen, I believe. I didn't actually write <laughs> that down. I just wrote mm-hmm. notes. That sounds right. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything significant with one hundred and seventeen. Actually, it's pretty close to the date of today. But you know, other than that, mm, yeah, nothing two in particular. I, I keep trying to keep an eye out on the episode numbers because every once in a while there's something that might correlate to something and I, mm-hmm. I think of that ever since, and I know it's forever ago, but ever since episode 16, someone was like, why do you call it Sweet 16? I'm like, I hate you so much. But No, it wasn't real hate, <laughs> but yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Right, right. Just, just a little festering, like, er, why? Now it's always going to bug me, so... <laughs> uh, anyway how are you
0: i am doing just dandy how are you doing
1: i am much better i um had a uh the influenza as they call it and um <laughs> and some people were um scolding me to make sure that i stayed in bed because i kept wanting to leave the house even though there's nothing that'd they could me. do yes yes
0: that'd be me right yeah. was, and you, so you nice. did it didn't you for the most part yeah <laughs> paid attention and you do
1: what I said. I did escape which uh, there was one time I don't think I told you about it because I went to the store I, had mm-hmm. to I needed mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. it was at the store that I realized wow I shouldn't be here because I was feeling a little loopy like like a little uh-huh. bit of a fog imagine going that
0: mm-hmm. imagine that
1: and I felt like people were looking at me weird like they knew like you're sick mm-hmm. why are you here but then I was thinking uh-huh. maybe they were sick because one guy passed like a whole had a whole cart full of cans of soup and I'm like are you sick or so you know, <laughs> I don't know
0: uh, uh-huh. yeah, so your was, paranoia was part of your illness I'm a hundred percent sure I'm not sure if that's a symptom of the flu I'm just saying you know anyone in out your here, case what? it was I'm just saying
1: maybe i i don't know but um i made it back home safely and then went back to bed and i was much better the next day and i don't know i just like to say i would like to beat it i'm not beat i I beat this this illness much faster than um i'm gonna call him a different name uh doctor uh doctor man um had told me he's a man (laughs) my regular doctor was not available so i had to go see someone else and
2: mm-hmm.
1: he, first of all, he came in and was like, You know, I know you're sick. So I would not shake your hand, but you've got the flu. So I'm like, Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. So,
0: such oh, a great bedside manner. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. And it's like, even before I came in, like the nurse who was like doing my vitals, she came back in and was like, Hey, we need you to put this mask on. So I'm like, Oh, great. Just already just signal me out and make me feel yep. all, like, you know, diseased and quarantined. Even though, yes, I was, but still. Um,
0: mm-hmm
1: And then, even after the doctor came in, he was like, uh, or Doctor Man, he was like, "Yeah, and you know, most flu patients that come in here, they'll call all sick and gross, but you, you look pretty good." I'm like, "Well, you know." Half my
0: <laughs> Somebody said
1: he did. He did. He's like, "You look good for wow. someone who has the flu." I'm like, "Oh, well, thanks."
0: I guess
2: <laughs> um,
1: I do have like a like something half of my face is covered up, but you know, and I feel worse than what I actually look like. I'm sure, but whatever um <laughs> and then he also told me like the the uh, tamiflu which you would prescribe but i was already too late for that so mm.
0: like, mm-hmm.
1: okay mean, he prescribed it anyway and i i'm never i haven't needed it so because I, I mean
0: if he said it, it, you were too late like you were too far gone for why did i mean maybe just to i don't know to use it as a placebo or to soothe your achy throat or something
1: well he said if i start taking it now maybe like i'll get better like 24 hours sooner than i normally would if i didn't use it
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and i'm like "Mm, okay i mean it's already i think what was it either monday no it was tuesday i went and i was like "Mm, i'm I'm good i'm not gonna go because by the time like the prescription actually went through it was like Tuesday afternoon and I was already back in bed like I don't want to deal with it so I just Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I just never went and got it so um yeah here, here we are and uh yeah I mean I felt I was basically fine in myself by Friday definitely by Saturday but yeah by Friday I was I was good and there was just like a little bit of sniffles left over so if you do hear a little bit of sniffles now that that's just remnants of it so and fortunately I got my voice back just in time for this show. So, good job. Good job me. My immune yeah. system. This podcast is brought to you by my immune system, which is <laughs> kicking all of the booty. Like, take that flu. You got you got gone within like a whole week before he thought I was supposed to get rid of it. So.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: cuz he was like, yeah, it should be gone like, I don't know, 18 days. I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> wow.
0: 18 yeah. days. Did he say
1: that? Something like that. Like he said, like 12 to 18 days or maybe, maybe it was a bigger number than what he, or a smaller number than that. But it was an obscene amount of time. Like a time I don't have. And like,
2: I'm right, giving it a week. Right.
1: Just give me a doctor's note. That's all I need.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And you know, I had really had to let go of that anxiety I have, which was really weird because like, that whole time I was in the throes in the very early stages of being sick, which is very quick when you have the flu. And I even learned Mm -hmm. that the difference between a flu and a cold is the flu happens almost immediately. Whereas the cold, it's a little more gradual, but um, there was a news report talking about people getting the flu and how like 90% of people will still try to go to work because
0: seriously, even knowing they have the flu.
1: Yes. Or just any kind of sickness, but especially the flu. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: 'Cause they 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 feel that pressure. Like if I don't go to work, I'm gonna have even more work or the boss mm-hmm. is, the boss man's gonna be mad at me. So
0: Mhm. So I get that. Like even today, so I said earlier that I was just dandy. That was kind of a lie because I'm also feeling not flu like, but I just feel ick. And I feel, you know, like my head has been hurting a little bit today. Throat's mm-hmm. been feeling Yuck! I've had like a little bit of drainage, stuff, mm-hmm. and sneezing, and such. But I haven't felt. I I I would prefer to not be at work, but I haven't felt si- like actually sick. Mm-hmm. Um. And but I have been, t- you know, there where I've been sick, and I actually had to, you know, talk myself out of, um, like not calling in and mm. not staying away because I felt that pressure of not so much disappointing people but um like oh my gosh if I don't go today I'm gonna be that much more behind. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have so much to catch up on and I said I was gonna do this thing yesterday but I did it and I need right. to do it today or they're gonna oh uh, you know. So right, I totally right. still, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, and it's it's true. And those studies are out there so and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's totally me. But I, I was already giving in and I had already let my bosses know. I'm like, yeah, um, I, got, I got it. I got the flu. Yeah. So, which felt weird, like even just to admit it, because I'm like, I'm always pretty, pretty good. Like I'm usually pretty healthy. Like I usually avoid stuff right. like this, but this is now right. the second time I've had it. So, and let me tell you, have you ever had the flu?
0: No, I've never, had I mean, knock on wood, I've never mm. had the flu. And like I haven't, prior to Thanksgiving 2019, which is just a couple months ago at the time of this recording,
2: mm-hmm.
0: prior to then, I hadn't been sick in years. Mm. And so, of course, because I said that out loud to a person or two, <laughs> I got sick. <laughs> By the way, so, don't,
1: okay, go on, sorry.
0: Well, well, I was just like, and you know I was so sick I thought I may have had the flu or like I was fearing pneumonia but I'm like nah I probably don't have that but I didn't know because I've never had that either um, but I was just like something is not okay what's going on but I, I thought I had the flu but I would go to the doctor and I'm just like nope you don't have the flu no you don't have pneumonia no you don't even have strep this oh. is just and they said it wasn't a cold but it was a sinus infection Mm -hmm. and i was actually disappointed like is that it i literally (laughs) feel like i'm dying and you're telling me i have a sinus
1: you wanted a bigger diagnosis something like like you've got the thing and then it's like oh that's why yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i would have felt so justified and validated but no it was a stinking sinus infection
2: Mm. and
0: that was it and so I've had, you know, when I was younger, I had sinus infections more off, you know, pretty often or often enough, but I never remember them feeling so bad and, and really just taking me out so much, but I am older now and Mm -hmm. I'm not old, but I'm older now and I really haven't had one in, you know, many years. I can't remember the last time I've had it. That's how long it's been. So, yeah. I almost considered going to, like, because I went to, like, one of those Med Express things. Mm-hmm. Um, so not my normal um, doctor. But, um, but yeah, I, just, I considered going to a different MedExpress just to get another opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm <laughs> like,
0: I don't know if this I don't know if she, she don't know what she's talking about. I don't it's know. got to be more than this. It's There's got to be more than this. But I didn't, and I got over it. Um, but it was over the holidays, so that kind of that kind
1: of stunk. Yeah, I do recall that because a couple times I did talk to you and I'm like that's not your voice, and it's it is an odd thing because when like when people are sick, their voice changes and sometimes it goes through mm-hmm. this whole sexy raspy stage. And yes, I'm mm-hmm. talking about you. That happened with you too. Yes, um, <laughs> and even it with feels
0: me. Sexy, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, well it, it is yes, and it, it it even happened with me and. Um, and then one, one of my friends I was texting, they're like, they're, I was texting them and they're like, wait, I want to hear it. Send, it. send me something you, you're saying in your voice. So I just replied, uh, with a voice message? No. So, you know, you just have to be around to
0: hear it. <laughs> wow. I like, know. that's pretty uh, savage or cold hearted or something. I mean,
1: it was a, a cold hearted tease, I guess, is what I was doing. But, you know. Mm. You just have to be around for it. And then I had class and I had to answer all these questions in this voice, which was mostly me just trying to regain my voice. And like, I'm supposed to kind of save it, but I'm here I am just trying to answer these questions. So I, I'm a participant and not just sitting here. <laughs> um, but yeah, made it through. And I'll just say the flu is one of the worst. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it literally does kill people, which that's like no yeah. joking matter. But if you have the flu, the, when they tell you to rest, like I had like some of the best rest I've had. Um, I, I want to jokingly say this year, but seriously, like in a long time, like I woke mm-hmm. up feeling so refreshed, like, wow, is this what it's like to actually sleep like through <laughs> the night? Um you, right? <laughs> Yes. I I just mm-hmm. woke up like I could breathe like through both nostrils. Um mm-hmm. part of the issues with the flu that make it so frustrating is the fevers and just the cold chills and then the just burning up and then it just sometimes half of your body is burning up and the other half is cold <laughs> and you can't regulate. <laughs> and as soon as right. you get under like a weighted blanket, you're like, Oh my god, I'm burning up. And then you take it off and then you're still burning. It's it's maddening. Um, and the body aches, because there's no position you can get into that helps you get rid of it.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I had that too with my quote-unquote sinus infections.
1: Which is why you're I convinced even, it was more than that.
0: Well, I mean my ears were even hurting. Like I thought I had some sort of ears. Well, mm. at that point I was just I have it all. I'm, I'm literally dying. But, um, but no, I did have ear infections and I've mentioned that. I mean, I, I had ear aches And I mentioned that, and she said, well, you don't have any fluid over here, and you have a little bit over here. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm (laughs) dying, and you can't see it. I
1: have it, whatever it (laughs) is. I
0: have it. (laughs) (laughs) But I agree with you. When I was sick, if nothing else, like, I I didn't rest the first couple of days. I really didn't rest well, because I just, I was in such pain, like, it was, it was my head. It really wasn't my body. So I'm sure it wasn't the flu, but my head was so like so much pressure and it mm-hmm. was, my finances really were super, super inflamed. And so I just, you know, and I couldn't take more medicine. I, you know how you, you can switch it out, but there's times where you're still within that window where you just cannot take any more medicine mm-hmm. to be safe.
2: Right. Um,
0: so the first couple of days I didn't rest well cause I was just in a lot of pain but one thing I did appreciate about the illness the thing that it was because it was that I it forced me to stop like I had to lay around all day and do nothing mm-hmm. I couldn't work I couldn't like do any projects which that sucks but
2: mm-hmm.
0: every now and then you I think your body just tells you okay for real stop Please right stop just rest, just stop. I need this. Stop. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. So.
2: And it hurts.
0: I guess (laughs) it did hurt. I mean, but I got, I rested for a full week because that's how long I was sick. So.
1: And I, I do have to thank you because in a way it was giving myself permission, which I know I didn't need permission. I really need to be told, you know, I just need to not move, just relax. This is your mm-hmm. time to binge and watch TV, even though the yeah. uh, times be watching me anyway. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, a lot of times I do have that guilt of just sleeping, or I had that guilt of like, oh my god, I slept all day, and then I had to be reminded, oh wait, I have the flu. So <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> like kinda, you're literally
0: that's sick. That's what <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing.
1: Yes, <laughs> just go to sleep. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. worrying about it. You're not missing anything. But mm-hmm. I was. It was there's plenty of hours of, yeah, see, there, there I go Mm-mm. again. Plenty of hours Mm-mm. I could have been no. doing things. Yeah.
0: Nope. So but how do you rectify that now that you're well?
1: Now that I'm well, whole- I'm, I've, I've been, well, definitely back at work and I have been missed. This is, by the way, what I wanted to tell you is that um, normally sometimes you feel like you've gone away as a, or you'll you'll put it out of your mind, like, I'll be fine if I'm not at work. The place is not going to burn up or go on fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case when I left. <laughs> I get back to work. I find out um, Thursday, uh, the entire hospital I work at, uh, the power went out. Um, so, like, there's a whole bunch of surgeries and things. And, you know, I'm not a doctor. Surprise, I'm a doctor. I'm a surgeon. No. Um, uh, all the, all the All the cases, all the patients, not patients, but the uh, surgeries and everything that was happening, they had to be, obviously they had to stop. Um, They canceled all the rest of them for that day to the next day. And then I think it was that following day, they found out that a whole bunch of like um, these specific surgery packs, like, and there's several, like some that go specifically for the knees, for the backs. And there's just these basic ones. The basic ones, which Mm -hmm. are the most popular, we order about maybe 10 a day and they go through well, about maybe 10 or 15 but depends on the workload. All of those that they had, all of them got recalled plus some other ones. So, yeah, so there's and I actually saw it yesterday. There's a room where all the recalled ones went and there's about 100 packs back there and not only are they on recall but some of them are on back order and we're just trying to make do and put packs together out of other packs and that leaves Basically, I showed up Monday, and a, the whole wall of all the stuff that's normally full of all these surgery packs were empty. So,
0: oh goodness, that,
1: that wasn't a good sign. And I literally came back to almost what felt like a burning building. So I'm like, I yeah. can't even. What happened? <laughs> and everyone is looking to me or looking at me. Is like, where is this thing? Where is that thing? It's like, I don't know. I've been gone a week. I'm just getting back. So,
0: well, but, but that was not your fault. It was you not my fault. Did not cause the fires to happen. You just happened to show up at a time to put the fires out. Correct. You were, I mean, that's not up. That's not your fault.
1: It isn't, it isn't, but it was still kind of surprising to come back to that. Yeah.
0: It is what it is. It would have happened whether you were there the week before or not. Like it literally would have happened. This is
1: true. And, and maybe my greatest fear or not my greatest fear, but something I've been a little concerned about, like, just like what would happen if like the power went out and I was in the elevator, you know, one of those kind of things. So Ooh. yeah, I'm in the elevator a lot at work. So that's something yeah. that kind of flashes through my mind every once in a while. So hopefully it didn't terrify anybody out there listening. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's now a new fear or something to be paranoid about. But uh, yeah, I was just home kind of just keeping from having to go outside. Uh, but I have right. been at work, and I've been like putting in overtime. Um, I know it's only like two days so far since I've been back, but just you know, I'm like I'm ready. I actually felt rest rested and ready to go back to work, and and I had felt I did kick like work booty, and what else happened? Oh, the other thing that's going on is uh, my church. We're doing our annual fast, and. I am, let's see, we are just a few days away from it ending. And the particular facet we're doing is no meat. So no chicken, no beef, no fish. I extended it to also no eggs because those are baby chickens that aren't chickens yet. So mm-hmm. I yeah, it's a protein basically. And the only protein I guess available would be like nuts and beans and things like that. But mm-hmm. It's. It started getting a little rough uh, starting, I think, on Sunday, just having cravings of chicken and ribs and even random things like pork rinds, which, again, mm. I would consider meat, even though it's like a salty, chippy snack, but it's literally pork skin. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the chicken wings and the ribs because I have perfected them in my air fryer. So I am so excited and excited to... Make them again, but I have to wait until like basically Friday night in order to do that. So,
0: yeah, is that when the fast is over?
1: That is when the fast is over. Yes, but I've been oh, making. you
0: almost there. Yeah, yeah, I've
1: been making do since, and it's crazy how I'm not like craving a steak because normally like I'm. I love I love beef. I love you know a good well cooked steak, but uh no, those are the things I've been craving the most. But today for lunch I had a really good like just. Mashed potatoes and like, um, wow, am I forgetting what they are? They look like tiny, tiny cabbages, Brussels sprouts. And (laughs) they were like infused with like some kind of maple flavor. I don't know what it was, but it was just so good. And they were like cooked just right. Like, people like to joke about hospital food, but at least where I work, they actually make really good food. So, yeah, I was very satisfied. And like, this is good. I am enjoying myself. Especially I worked hard today, so I deserve this. And I felt good. It was nice. Good. Now, before we move on, I do have to give a like a very strong, thorough, heartfelt apology. I mean, I've been apologizing since you know I let him know, but to Nick of Mega because he was in Connecticut all week. I was sick. And
0: Aww.
1: yeah, I knew he was coming. We were making plans. And then I'm like, Nick, I am so sorry. <laughs> I have the flu. I cannot meet you. And I I felt terrible because I really wanted to go. And I was like, well, maybe I can just like go, but like meet him very quickly. But no, it wouldn't have been worth it because we <laughs> want, probably wanted to hang out and go get food or something. And um, yeah, it just sucked so bad. And I felt terrible. So I'm hoping maybe if he... I don't know if he'll ever come through again cause he came through because of work. So he's actually yeah. traveling like all over the place and that's really awesome. So I'm really happy for him. Got this job that he seems to really be enjoying. So I'm very happy for him and awesome. um, yeah, but we will meet again cause we did meet before we met in Baltimore. Well, two years ago, almost said last year. But mm-hmm. two
0: years ago. Almost two years ago. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, we'll definitely meet again. And um, so, so sorry, but just wanted to, put that out there and now you know exactly what I was dealing with and the fact that I did escape the house and I shouldn't have <laughs> so yeah because <laughs> driving was weird yeah like yeah, oh, what are all these lights
0: what's happening so, oh my gosh I don't remember my and car so feeling I watched, this weird I watched an episode I'm rewatching Avatar Avatar um, The Last Airbender of the series I do that like yearly because mm-hmm. um, it's just perfect that show is perfect anywho I'm on the episode where Sokka is sick mm-hmm. and then Katara gets sick. And then I think somebody else gets sick, but it, basically the whole gang is sick. Right. And so, but at the same time, Zuko, the villain is is acting like the blue mask mm-hmm. and, or is the blue mask and he's doing his vigilante stuff. Anywho, but it reminds me your, your, <laughs> your outings remind me of um, Sokka and how loopy he was and just talking crazy up inside his neck and seeing things. And it's great. It's (laughs) hilarious. And so you experience it yourself and it's not so much fun.
1: (laughs) It isn't, but I'm I'm sure like, like in this experience, um, looking back on it, you're able to laugh at it. I'm like, Oh yeah, I was not right. I was not okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Correct.
1: Yes. I do recall it. Is that, where is that streaming now?
0: Um, it's not. I I have Apple TV for a year, and oh. apparently, and it's it's I don't know if I said free for a year. It's free for a year for me, and yes, so
1: you got new products.
0: I Got new products, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but it also like so I, I I own the series, which is it's only three seasons, but I own the series Avatar, The Last Airbender, and apparently it connects to my iTunes where all my series are and so I can view it now um remotely mm-hmm. through the Apple TV and I'm like this is amazing
2: mm. cuz
0: I've only been able to like watch it on my laptop um which is not ideal when I'm not around my laptop so right
1: makes sense Anyways, makes sense i
0: was watching it all lunch today and just laughing my head off cuz I love that show and it's perfect
1: I I get it um how are you liking Apple what is it, Apple Plus? Or have you ventured out to see what else they have to offer?
0: Um, they actually have several shows that I want to watch and I've been sad because I'm like, I don't know, I can't, I don't want to pay you people to watch, you know. But then I found out I have I have it for free. And I'm like, great. So I really want to get into um I forget what it's called, but it's about Emily Dickinson. I think it's about Emily Dickinson.
1: I think it's just I mean, called Dickinson.
0: Maybe it is, but it's about the author, Emily Dickinson, um, and it looks really cool. And there is a show um, called Sea with Jason Momoa, Momoa? Mm-hmm. Momoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> not Mimosa, but m- Momoa,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that looks really good. I don't really know what it's about.
1: Uh, I believe he's a, he's part of a tribe or a leader of a tribe and they're all blind,
0: I think. I think so. I think so. So I want to watch it. um, And it is called just Dickinson, but Mm. it looks really good. Um, I see that there is Oprah's book club. Um, Mm. They rebooted Ghost Rider. Remember that show?
1: Shout out to my birthday twin, by the way, uh, Oprah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, the, there's a show called Ghost Rider. It's a reboot of the original that used to air on PBS, which is I, amazing.
1: I recall it and used to watch it and would pretend that Ghost Rider was around somewhere uh, reading. Watching
0: you and doing your... Yes. Right.
1: Yes. Like, oh, so, he can use these words. <laughs> goobly gook. Do it, Ghost right.
0: Rider. <laughs> um, so the premise of C with Jason Momoa is that the virus has decimated human time. Those who survived emerged blind. Jason Momoa stars as the father of twins born centuries later with the mythic ability to see. Hmm. Who must protect his tribe against the threatened queen and apparently Al- Alfre Woodard is also in this show which I did not know. So I definitely want to get into this show. It looks pretty cool. It's um, very post-apocalyptic which I'm totally into so yeah, got some new shows to watch.
2: All right,
1: because, I mean, it's interesting how that is one of the streaming services that has come out that I'm hearing very little about. Um, Yes. Except for recently, because I was watching the SAG Awards just because it happened to be on. It's not something I normally watch. But Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Aniston recently won Best Actress for her show.
0: The Morning Show. Yep.
1: Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, good job. Uh, I I mean I literally can't really say much about it because I haven't heard that much about it. Um, no one
0: yeah that
1: I follow yeah. really talks about any of their their programming. So, hmm.
0: well, that show with Jennifer Aniston also has um Steve um Carrell, mm. whom I love very dearly as if he was my own father. Um, <laughs> and so I mean that is another show that I'm interested in. But yeah, you're right. Apple TV has not gotten much hype and I don't know I don't know why and it is Apple TV plus so we're both kind of butchering the name but uh (laughs) but yeah I don't I don't know I think I think what's happening is it's getting lost in the plethora of other streaming services Mm -hmm. particularly the Baby Yoda streaming service so right 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 I just I think it just I don't think it's too little too late because soon every like everything is going to have a streaming service of its own, but I don't know. It just kind of has coming out at a real, a, a weird time and it it's kind of taken the back burner to a lot of other ones. I think.
1: I, I agree. I agree. And not only that, but I'm sure you've seen it, but um, a certain, oh, well, I was going to literally name it. I was trying to work my way to that name. Uh, but instead, let me, Throw a quick segue in there, and with the smorgasbord of streaming services that we have, there is another. Uh, I'm putting in quotes contender who's trying to enter the field and throw their feather in the hat, as it were. And mm-hmm. we'll take other feathers and put them in their hat and make a little peacock out of it. Because yes, um, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I saw what they were doing. They did basically what Disney Plus did, and had a whole thread of of tweets, basically, of all the shows that they're going to have on their their new NBC network they call Peacock mm-hmm. and I didn't go through all of it cause I'm not really all that excited about it. However, there are very few on there. Like um, Amber Ruffin is a, a comedian that I actually do like to hear or watch some of her things every once in a while, but she's having her own talk show, I believe. And, but that's not enough for me to like, huh, let me, you know, jump on this bandwagon. And, I am not a diehard Office fan. That's one of their big like feathers that they're like, "We're gonna have the Office, nobody else is."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my um, gosh!
1: I know. Um, I'm
0: not happy about it. Okay.
1: I know you're not, not. happy. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk
0: about it. I must say, it might be something you'll <laughs> have
1: to purchase after you know, <sighs> a couple seasons.
0: And, nah, you know, and have just, it just like I would. Just like no, no, no. I'm just going to own. No, I'm just going to buy the Office because I already that's, have like a season or two. Well, I'm just mean. gonna buy the office. That's what I mean.
1: You're gonna have to do that. So you'll you'll have it no matter who has it, you'll have it. You'll own it.
0: Right, right.
1: Um <laughs> Is friends going to NBC? Not that I care I honestly I really don't.
0: I don't care. I don't know. So
1: Yeah, so um
0: I feel like it's off of Netflix now though. It is. It, okay, and people were very unhappy about that. But um yeah, I think it's so it's gone now. So I would assume it's going to go there to the NBC um, service.
1: a it's, it's I don't care. I don't. Yeah, I really don't care. Um, I, what I do care about is that's where Thirty Rock will be going, and I—that's a show I probably own half of like the series on DVD. Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. that's my
1: only problem. It's on DVD, and like I really don't want to like, you know, do that because it's inconvenient now. Um, I thought there was... Oh, Psych. That's what I'm upset about. So, now that Psych is no longer a TV show, they're now doing TV movies, which I'm completely here for, but they decided, you know our next movie is going to go exclusively to Peacock. I'm like, no. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, So, I may have to do a (laughs) trial just so I can watch it. Yeah. Because what they should have done is at least... Screen it once on uh, its official, not official network, but where the network where it came from, which is USA, a mm-hmm. universal, you know, peacock owned, whatever. Uh, show it there and then, you know, stream it on your little service thing, whatever.
0: I know, right? You Your cute little service, like just do it that way and to like generate interest then make it exclusive.
1: Right. And then if you have your third movie, because they want to do a few movies, then go ahead and just bring it straight to Peacock. I will be less upset. I'll still be upset, but I won't be as upset. because right. I feel like you're pushing this on me and I don't like that.
0: No, it's not okay. It's
1: like, no, don't get your feathers in my face. Get out of here. Right. It's enough of you. Dirk. <sighs> I'm just trying to save my coins for HBO Max because, yes, that is the other... Contender, I'm waiting for to enter the fray because at least they have stuff I want. Um, I mean, they've got the Looney Tunes cartoons, like the original ones, so that's really, yeah, those are coming. Hmm. Boondocks, um, a whole bunch Ooh. of anime, um, basically the whole Warner Brothers, like I was gonna say cast, but like, discography, pretty much, yeah. All oh,
0: discography, what is it? Uh, Ghost Music, catalog. But- catalog.
1: Yes, Perfect. yes. They're smorgasbord of entertainment. By the way, that's our word watch for this episode is smorgasbord.
2: Word watch. <laughs> a Which, good
1: one. Yes, you submitted to me. It uh, was a couple days ago. I had to go scroll through. and was like, okay, she said a word. What was the word? Um, so, yes, yeah, smorgasbord.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a great word.
1: It is. It is. It's fun to say, and I always think of Charlotte's Web and um, Oh Templ- yeah, Templeton singing about a smorgasborg. Or just yeah. food in general, but just some more. I don't know how it goes, but I just know that word was repeated quite a bit. Black history, black history, black
2: history facts.
1: facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and our black history fact, since we're doing the segments real quick, it was submitted to us uh, yet again by Berto. So shout out to Berto yet again. I know he. Shout, shout, shout. <laughs> he actually well he sent me something which had two names attached to it but I'm really going to talk about the first name and that is Vinette just, oh, I'm sorry I almost said Justice Brown wow that's, that's actually a pretty cool <laughs> character write that down you might want to use that I'll give that to you it's, that's, that's okay. my gift to you
0: thank you so much how yes. did
1: you know I needed that, uh, that and again the, the, net, the name I'm giving you is Vinette Justice Brown the name I meant to say was Vinette Justine Carroll Not even close. Well, (laughs) at least the Justine part was, you know, close. But still, she was an American playwright, actress, and theater director. She was the first African-American woman to direct uh, on Broadway with her 1972 production of the musical, Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope. And Mm -hmm. until... uh, Liesl Tommy's 2016 nomination for Eclipsed, Carol was the only African American woman to have received a Tony Award nomination for direction. So, wow. That is a salute to you.
0: I thought,
1: yeah. Vignette, Justine Carroll. Uh, I did try to look to see if there's any other works that she's done that, um, you know, that I would be familiar with. I feel like Black Nativity is something that I may have heard about or seen. I probably not, but.
0: I, yeah, that sounds awfully familiar. I'm sure we've heard it in some form or fashion.
1: Yeah. Well, it is the nativity, like, you know, Christmas carol, but yeah. uh, this is written by Langston Hughes. Okay. But, oh, yeah, okay. I, I haven't seen it, but I would like to. So. Yeah. Because, you know, black people, I love black people. I love my people.
0: Yeah. We're pretty mm. great, actually. Yeah.
1: Uh, Dame sent me something recently. Dame, my brother-in-law, who is the host of the 4040 podcast. Uh, hey, don't have an ad to promote, so that's why I'm saying it right now. Uh, He sent me an episode from uh, 1619, which is a podcast about, um, I believe that's when, I'm guessing, I'm really guessing because I just took a brief look at what the podcast was. But I guess maybe black people coming to America, maybe the start of it, maybe. I don't know. I could be way off, but it's produced by the Times or not the Times or New York Times, I think. But the episode he sent me was about uh, pop culture music and how it really did start with black people. So I found that to be very, very interesting. And so it's definitely worth a listen. And I don't think the podcast is produced anymore. I think there's maybe six or seven episodes. So I will Mm -hmm. eventually go back to re-listen to all of those. And that's kind of what I do or what I do during the day. So I'm catching up from last week because being sick, I wasn't listening to any podcasts, So I'm like a whole week behind and I'm catching up now. And today I finally caught up to last week's The Read, which did a read on someone we're going to talk about right now. And so again, shout out to The Read the episode you should go listen to is called, um, uh, the reader's room because this particular person needs a reader. Well, needs a writer's room. Basically we're talking about Tyler Perry in his newest film, uh, a fall uh, from grace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm proud of you for watching the movie. <laughs> Cause <laughs> normally you like to just like, Nope, I'm not, not getting near it. Not touching it. No. Yeah. So, so this is Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know what uh what did it this time. I don't know. I can't tell you the secrets to the magic formula because I am baffled myself. But yes, I did watch the movie.
1: I feel like what it was which would kind of got you at least a, it's still kind of uh maybe a carrot on a string for you as as I kind of prefaced it as a as reference as how one should not write uh, because that's really what it comes down to when it comes to his productions. And that's actually what the read was talking about as well with one of his Mm -hmm. biggest problems is something he was boasting about. And I wish I went to go look for the video they actually Mm -hmm. referenced where he had a whole stack of like scripts that he wrote within the past year for all of his TV shows, Mm -hmm. for all of his movies Mm -hmm. and it says he wrote them all. And that is the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or you no, know, he called right. it his work ethic too. Like he just writes a lot,
0: right? Well, and, and I, I think any creative out there, whether whether however you feel about his work or whatever him whatever, I I feel like you have to give it to the man because he does have a crazy crazy high hustle mentality, mm. and it's much a I I do appreciate you know what he's done um, in terms of um. You know, he was homeless at one point. He was just struggling and barely making it. But he made so much out of, out. out he came from so much from that. So mm. I have you have to give it to him that he really does have a hustle mentality and he goes after it and he makes it happen. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. But I guess the issue with that whole work ethic thing and, you know, the slightly braggadocious uh, nature of that was I you know, he he creates in a vacuum and doesn't see the problem with that and then attributes that to or attributes that however you want to pronounce that word, um, <laughs> to crazy high work ethic. If you can't produce like this, then you don't have work ethic. Whereas you it makes you kind of look at compare his quote work ethic with his quality right. of products. And You know, um, they're arguably different. So Mm -hmm. it it just is problematic in a lot of ways. It really is.
1: It is, and it shows in his productions, which is which is why I think it kind of got you interested in checking out this movie to see it's like, okay, so he does all this writing in a vacuum by himself. Let's see what the final product is. And the other thing he was bragging about is how he shot this film in five days. And even that shows. And I was seeing it also like on the technical side, having Mm -hmm. studied like filmmaking from various things. I mean, aside from just watching movies, (laughs) like I I have been on sets before and I, I see why it takes so many days or so long. Like, I don't know what the average time for a shooting movie is. It really depends on the kind of movie you're shooting. But there can be like, you know, a, I don't know, a 20 minute scene that will take all day to shoot because you have to get it from all these different angles. You got to change the lighting Mm -hmm. and get that right each time, Mm -hmm. let alone the actors, making sure they know their lines and pick Mm -hmm. up shots, blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, before I even saw it, I thought of Ed Wood, who is notorious for making bad films. And even the movie Ed Wood by uh, Tim Burton will kind of show you how he'll just shoot a movie or shoot a film, shoot a scene and move on to the next thing without even doing like a retake. So, I'm sorry. I you yeah.
0: Were. Well, no, I, I, to that, you were saying how you, just the technical side of it is it's common for filmmakers to reshoot a scene, you know, more than once. Um, and, but to that, I think it helps with continuity as well because if mm-hmm. you have to reshoot scenes. You know, you have people on set who are hired, literally their job is to make sure that the person's hair is, and i mentioned that for a reason but yes. make sure that a person's, the 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 actor's hair is the same as it was in the take before
2: mm-hmm. or
0: that the lighting is exactly the same or if they put a pin down that that pin is still down and it's in the same spot so right. for you to rush through and i you know, i don't know I don't know, the, I don't know the reasoning that it was shot in 5 days and why they couldn't at least extend that to 10 i just i don't know <laughs> but you know I don't know those reasons, but it's it's also clear because I am somebody who prides myself in finding like the continuity errors and things like that, mm-hmm. so I oftentimes will look for them but honestly, I found so many um errors and things like this that should have been caught that would
2: have yeah,
0: and would have if they had you know given more time to this project but like I found stuff that I wasn't looking for, that I just was it was so blatantly obvious where I'm like, I didn't even have to search for this out. I didn't have to, you know, try to find it. Right. Um so um I just it, it just baffles me how things like that are missed. You know, some and there is no perfect set, right? Like every every set out there is imperfect. It's it's made up of imperfect people that miss stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean and, but oh, sorry. having
0: a team and and giving yourself more time to produce a quality product tends to um, lessen your chances of things like that getting past the the cutting room floor you know
1: right and part of like my part of the problem is that Tyler Perry's been making films for so long that this looks like it's it's an amateur job. Like you, you should like kind of know some of these things when it comes because I had problems with lighting. Um, a, a <laughs> there is a nighttime scene, and it looks like it's lit with one light, like one huge floodlight. And mm. I was actually trying to figure out like, wait, are is he shooting night for day? Meaning, um, which I mean, I've seen done, and it's been done like. Uh, in very like you know good ways. Like, I want to use the example of uh, Fast Color because that's the most recent movie I've seen that that's used this technique, where you would mm-hmm. shoot in the daytime, but you tint mm-hmm. everything down in post, and it looks yeah. like it's night, and it passes. It works.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a,
1: there's a scene in Fast interesting Color. Interesting effect. It. it is. This, however, I was not sure if that's what they were doing, and then they just went in digitally and just blackened the sky or something or they just used a giant floodlight and that was their only light for filming which I think that's what happened because they every once in a while the characters as they were walking down the street would walk under some shadows and be completely blacked out
0: and yes okay I know yes uh-huh yes. yeah I know what thing you talked about
1: right and it was driving me crazy just trying to figure that out and I kind of stopped paying attention to whatever it was they were saying because the other issue there's two issues and these kind of fall under audio which is again one of my specialties something that I studied and you know learned to do And and it's not even an audio issue it's more of a storytelling one and that is the heavy heavy use of narration and Uh, Oh
0: yeah.
1: Okay. That, that really takes me out when you rely on it that much, like rather Ah. than tell me, show me what's happening. And I mean, you are doing that, but I don't need the narration behind it to emphasize what you're doing. And in fact, at one point, and I wish I wrote this line down, whatever. Oh wait, I think she was saying, uh, uh, Felicia Rizad, bless her heart. I love Felicia. She was my TV mother, she still is my TV mother.
0: Yeah, still is,
2: yeah.
1: And I think she took this role just so she could spoiler alert be a bad guy. <laughs> um anyway. Sure,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> oh, big spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry, but whatever. Um, she told um the character, Crystal Fox's character, I already forgot her name, and um how proud of or how happy she was. Like Dad, I'm so happy for spoiler. you. Yes, and then the narr- her she coming in as a narrator said, I was. And then, don't forget, she is telling this to her lawyer, this whole story, who at mm-hmm. first was telling her, I don't want to talk about it. And now she's going off for hours yeah. telling the story. Hours,
0: okay, Ow- hours. hours.
1: <laughs> on, a, on a number of days, too, because we keep coming back.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. So, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple of things. Um, I, I noticed that there was a very quick jump from oh, I don't trust you. You're so so Crystal Fox character plays a very inexperienced lawyer, and she was put on the case because they just thought it was an opening shut. And then you know, she goes into um meet uh, what's her name, <laughs> the main character, her name is
1: Grace. Oh my
2: god, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes in to meet the titular character, Grace, mm. and <laughs> um you know fonted. huh maybe there's more to this story so she mm-hmm. does her job and anyways it happens so um but yeah like i did notice that a huge jump where grace is is understandably like uh i don't know you i've already wanted to you know plead a certain way i've already this is how i want to do it i don't want no fuss i just want this over with mm-hmm. and then she's just very you know distrustful of this novice lawyer who doesn't who clearly doesn't know what she's doing. Like she didn't give her a pen to sign something. I thought that characterization of, of uh um Jasmine, the lawyer, was pretty good. It was a nice touch. Yeah. How they showed how, you know, in inexperienced he was she was. Um but then it's like just like you said, it's like one scene She's like, oh, and then next thing Grace is like, okay, here's what happened. Right. <laughs> and then she goes into, it and I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah,
1: what? What? Huh? Where's the motivation for that? Why? Why are you suddenly? Right. I, I are you think. For now. It's like she. I think that's when she slid her a picture or something, and then that's what. I don't know. Maybe triggered. That's her. what it was.
0: Yeah, Still. she sent her. Yeah, she slid her a flyer, and that was just like.
1: Like who you've been talking to, I, and then,
0: yeah. Right, but it just didn't seem strong enough to make her want to literally tell her life story and maybe maybe i guess it can be argued that grace you know had kind of resigned herself to whatever was going to happen and maybe just didn't care as much i i don't know maybe she thought that the lawyer was like trying to could see that the lawyer was trying to help her and was trying to get her, her actual side of the story mm-hmm. but it was just a very quick it it, it wasn't a smooth transition to that and yeah. And, and
1: yeah there aren't many of them either it's like all of a sudden like <laughs> mm-hmm. the turns like sure they may be predictable but they don't make sense and yeah even um shannon's sudden turn to villainy like haha i'm that in now is. i'm finally gonna do these things like why don't you plant those seeds early mm-hmm. on like start making him mm-hmm. be very like secretive like oh you've never been to my place and you'll never find out why or i don't know something
2: but yeah that
0: this- was not enough yeah there wasn't enough um other than his hair style but other than that there was <laughs> no like like um like clues or hints or whatever because everybody knew, if you watched the trailer, everybody knew that he was the bad guy. And he, you know. Right. He did things that, you know, really messed her up. But in the movie, when you're watching the movie like out in front of you, I don't know. It was just very, there was, there was no lead into that. Uh, I don't know. I was I waiting
1: know. for whatever the twist would be, because that's what everyone on Twitter kept talking about. I was like, oh, that twist. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still recovering from it. And I'm like... Um, I figured
0: it out like right. upon the first meeting of that character. <laughs> well, not the first meeting. When when she <clears throat> well, I don't wanna actually spoil it, but I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so choked up in those movies.
1: Right. It's 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 something. It's I, so something. The
0: other,
1: I, I just want to put this out here. Um because I, I really wanted to describe it on Twitter and I still may do it later, but the way that uh, because, yes, I, I agree with uh, Candice Frederick, Sh- Frederick. She wrote a uh, mm-hmm. f- um, frequent guest on the show. She wrote a lovely review of this. And mm-hmm. I, I'm still thinking about it, how it is It is like a Hallmark movie, but bad. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> But not only that, but it was giving me vibes and only a few people. I'm thinking of Birdo. It gave me vibes of The Room. Which is a movie I've been trying to get you to watch forever, uh, because it is a horrible movie. But um, because of the the music of the score, I'm putting that in quotes because mm-hmm. it is so overbearing and it is so like heavy-handed.
0: Really? Okay.
1: And there are times where, like, it is like front and center. Like it is almost another character. It is so blatant and loud and like yeah. playing with the narration and with whatever's oh, yeah, happening yeah, yeah. like on screen it's just too much like yeah uh, calm down Are, am i you want me to feel sadness or something and it felt really awkward when tyler perry's character who by the way that is another weird characterization going on um when he came into the yeah. interrogation room and the way the lighting was it almost made him look like mm-hmm. a godly figure and he had nothing godly going on with him like he was like yeah mm-hmm. you're going to jail you should have took the plea deal or something like that and <laughs> the music it was, was also bailing, so took it. right the music was also kind of in a in an uplifting kind of manner i'm like this isn't jiving very well this is disjointed mm-hmm. in the worst way and this needs to be fixed but it's too late because it's five days so
0: <laughs> it's already out there hey yeah it's already could, out there he could do he could do like cats and do like a re-release or something i mean they did it <laughs> and
1: go back yeah why he should, can't he you're right, right you're right um and since i mentioned him i will talk briefly about his character and how he just i'm like i'm not even entirely sure what he is is he a lawyer and he just didn't want to take this case or he just runs the the that office
0: Um, I feel like all of them are lawyers and he's just the guy who doesn't, I mean, they work for the, um, they're public defenders.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So they're all, I feel like they're all lawyers, even him. And he, he's just the, I guess the supervising lawyer or the guy who's over it. I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, because he assigns the cases, so I can't imagine him not having any law background.
1: Um, Right. Cause it just seemed weird. They were all like there for her case, the whole, like the trial. And yeah, like, even though she took it, right. Yeah. Not all of them. I
0: think it was, I think it was like her two friends, the, the, her two like coworker Mm booze. And then I think he was just there because it's such a, it shouldn't have gone to trial. Well he felt it shouldn't have gone to trial in the first place and Mm -hmm. he was there to see her downfall, I guess. So.
1: Which also sounds weird because I, I, I felt at some point he maybe would have come in. I know he wanted her to fail. Like, if you take this and you fail, you're fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. there could have been a moment of redemption even for that character. Like, hey, here's mm-hmm. a tip for you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I don't know. It was True. It was mishandled. Like, maybe she shouldn't have gone to court. Maybe she wasn't ready. There was like this yeah. thing with the phone records that, like, oh, I didn't know about that. And, like, eh, well, I guess it's a problem. <laughs> Um, Right. Her husband was not a good cop uh, because he left two people handcuffed, just, you know, walked away.
0: He did two (laughs) people twice in the same day. Like,
1: in the same day.
0: You did it once, you know, you got the, you know, that the first time I was like, okay, cool. He's just freaking out. But Mm -hmm. then, but then you do it again to the person that actually probably for real needs to be handcuffed and you come up and stay there. He told both of these people to stay there. Well,
1: no the first car. guy the first guy, he had him on his, the hood of his car. He got back in his car and drove away. Like <laughs> I right. was like, what do, you do it. Like he, he <sighs> just like had his hands up, what are you doing? But he couldn't because he was still handcuffed. So
0: Right. And he clearly moved because he didn't want to fall flat on his face because he was like literally leaning on the, the hood of his of the cop car. Right. So he moved. Right. Sure, but then he did stand there. I insist credit. He did kind of stand there, and probably, he was probably, like, really, like, what? Did this just – I have handcuffs on still.
1: I mean, um, pr-
0: protocol, But the dude. second time – the second time. I'm like, now you have reason to believe that this person is endangering your wife's life, mm-hmm. and you're just going to let – like, you didn't chain her, chain him or her to – the to uh, you know a door or to somewhere but right. No, you just, just leave something. the door open and you just bump not down there and mm. <sighs> I just
1: it it was I couldn't like really really dude and I mean the fact that he even broke in I understand yes I get it that was his wife he needs to go find her save her rescue her but he called for backup I don't know if backup ever showed up I don't remember no, if no. they did or they didn't because I know they had this whole I don't think they did. Yeah, they had this whole fight in the basement because Shannon was down there lurking and whatever. It was weird. Did he
0: did they did he kill him? Did he die? Did she kill him?
1: I mean, I thought he I did. Know. I mean, I thought she did because the way that like the blood was splattering when he she was beating him with the bat. I felt that mm-hmm. was like what
0: Oh, you, you mean oh, her? oh talking you're talking about...
1: about oh at the end. Oh. At
0: the end. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: because uh Jasmine is her name, I believe. She got a mm-hmm. she got the gun and she shot him shot him
0: dead. Sorry. But was he for real dead this time? Because like you said, I feel like it, he should have died the first time.
1: Right, he should have. The, the way there's that... No
0: reason, right. There's well, no reason he should be alive.
1: <laughs> the way the blood was splattering around, like somebody had somebody had a bottle of ketchup and was spraying it at her because of the way the blood was, was just...
0: Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? Speaking of blood, they never came back to... Remember, that's how Jasmine kind of, I guess, got her lead or got really really interested in the blood splatter mm-hmm. like uh, interested in grace's cases she's like these blood splatters this pattern doesn't make sense i really think we should hire a forensic or a blood you know the person who studies blood drops and crap like that right forget what they're called blood splatter. It I don't blood, know.
1: blood splatter yes blood,
0: yes mm-hmm. so yeah that was like the thing that made her say "Hmm, something about this isn't right well she was right but they literally never went back to the whole blood splatter thing Right. I'm like, is this a red herring? Did you do this just to throw us off the scent? But it also seems like a very, uh, like, important thing because...
1: Very important. And the fact that the body could be found. So
2: Exactly!
1: What like <laughs> I, I, happened to the blood splatter? There's, like, so many missing things here. And then now we're, like, knee-deep in this trial. Like, everybody's talking about it. It's all over the radio, apparently.
0: Never and came up again, though.
1: Never came up again. And now she's you know uh, you know free because ugh, man, there's just <laughs> this this is why like writers would come in and help and piece these things and and put mm-hmm. all of these giant I don't even want to call them holes, let alone canyons of like plot because like well,
0: I mean they're just unfinished plot points. Like yes, yes. What is it's it's there's a thing called checkoff gun
2: mm-hmm. in
0: writing where. If a gun goes off, what is it? Don't oh God, don't give me the line. But like if if in act one a gun goes off
1: Or you had to be shown the gun. It, I think you have to be shown the gun. It has the to gun be fired by Act gun, Three.
0: It ha- yes, that's what it is. If you show the gun by Act One, or in Act One by Act Three, it needs to have gone off. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. You're showing us stuff like blood patterns and this seems very important. And she seems even one of the other characters is like yeah, now you're asking the questions that a real lawyer would ask. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Character growth. That's cool. And then we never hear about it again. And I'm meanwhile, I'm like, okay, cool. That was a really good point. That like <laughs> made her gave mm-hmm. her a boost and, you know, encouraged her to like do this thing. And here we are at the end of the movie and we still have heard nothing about these dang blood splatters.
2: Right. I, I don't the, get it.
1: The thing about what this... The thing about this movie, and again, writers would come and help you with this, is this movie doesn't know what it wants to be, because the first half is about this whirlwind romance turned sour, uh, which actually Mm -hmm. turned murder, or not a murder, but whatever. Um, Then the second half is a legal drama, or a legal crime, like a crime movie, because that's what it felt like, like just, you know, her investigating and learning the craft of lawyering, as well as solving this crime.
0: so I was okay with that because to me this is just you've got two basic well, I would say well, I will say the main character is, um, Jasmine, but I would I would say there are two main characters. They're just on two like different sides of the story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I was okay with the with the multiple storyline or the, you know, more than one storyline because you really did see like this young woman who's at the very cusp of her career and she's, you know, Young, got, you know, I don't know that she's newly married, but her and her husband are young, so they're mm. a, a young couple. So you've got youth and novice, and I don't know what I'm doing, what I do, and then it's about like trusting yourself and stuff. And then you've got Grace over here, who's um older, not old, but older than than Jasmine is, and then she um falls for this guy, which in all honesty, like she did the right thing to. Uh, she did the right thing to keep him at bay and to make sure she wasn't right. getting in too deep. And so that's why I was just like, I, I guess maybe that was the point because mm-hmm. it's like, she did the right thing and she just, she was just blindsided. And then later on you kind of figure out why it happened to her and stuff. Um, I so will, whatever, but, but I, I don't know. I just, I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the multiple storyline part of it.
1: I will it, give it a, have
0: done differently.
1: A, it could have. I because I, I thought I found what would be an error, but then again, the fact that we know we know now, now that it's over, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> is like um, throughout the whole like their' meeting, uh, Grace and Shannon, how they met at the art gallery, um, mm-hmm. Shannon calls her like the next day or whatever and, or leaves something for her, So like a picture or flower or whatever. and like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like at no point during that interaction did Shannon not Shannon grace ever tell Shannon like Mm -hmm. her name but then um, I'm but then I guess due to it being planned out from the beginning it didn't matter so I was ready to to say that was an error but that's that's actually I guess I'm maybe they did that by accident I don't know so I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to that
0: (laughs) well but we see the twist has everything to do with that so how he knew where she worked and how he how he knew her name and all that kind of stuff. Probably how to woo her, I'd imagine.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. And but, uh,
1: Grace's house, the outside of her house, looked more like an apartment to me. But you know, that's just yeah. me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you go inside, and it's this huge Victorian, like beautiful, and it's not. It doesn't fit the outside. You're right. It does, and it looks exactly like um, her friend Sarah's house on yes, the outside. To me, it does. Yeah, and they are very different on the inside. <laughs> She and did we, say she renovated it. So, I I'll, guess.
1: I'll,
0: I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
1: And that that was a lot of blood to have to clean up, too. Like, I, I didn't know. A hear it.
0: lot of. Listen. Listen. A whole lot of blood. This is why I'm pissed off that we never went back to this whole blood thing. Like, it right. was a good point And then it just just disappeared like the body. Ugh. One thing that, that really irked me also was. The freaking extras! Did you see what I was talking yes,
1: about? Yes, I totally did, and I I cracked up so much oh, because yet again, my
0: God, it was I got, so bad.
1: I got so bored with their conversation that I just started.
2: Watching I
0: was just them. watching the extras. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the extras, and I was like, no, he, no, he just looked Wait, he just took a drink from that cup, and there's nothing there. And he's like making swallow, you know, like making movements. it look like he's swallowing. There's nothing there, and then I was like, huh, maybe I missed it. So no, I rewound, rewound it. Nope. It, I saw it. And then he took a bite of air on a right, fork. Right. there's
1: nothing on his fork. I saw that. Oh, my
0: God. That's fork. incredible. And then he didn't even put it in his... He didn't even put it in his mouth. Like, he put it up to his mouth. <laughs> Clear as day, there was no food on that on this fork. I'm like, why did they not blur this person out? Like, again, you have to have extras in the background to make it look authentic. Yada yada. But, mm-hmm. like, he is plain as day in front of my face eating air and drinking air. And so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally chewing the scenery. Yes. Literally chewing the scenery. So then um like I kept watching, I'm like, he's just looking at the camera. hmm Huh. <laughs> I'm like, I keep watching and I keep watching this guy, he is just and then every now and then he would like look away like, oh oh she sees me. me. And I'm like, yeah, I see you. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's also another extra
1: uh, This Mr. one behind Shannon.
0: Little... <laughs> yes. She <laughs> oh, also looking at the camera.
1: She drove me crazy because uh, her last scene—I'm calling it her last scene—because like she knew, like okay, this is it. Like our meal is over. She got a mm-hmm. napkin and wiped the sides of her mouth, like like just so like ooh, like just a little just a little tab there, like as if she was eating like a whole bunch of food. So I'm like, wow. Ugh.
0: And she was also eating air. I don't well, I didn't catch her not eating. I just saw her like playing with her plate, but she. Ugh.
1: Oh, she was really into her her pretend food because she was, like, using her fork to point at stuff, and she was really into the guy she was talking to. She was just very, like,
0: they were laughing and stuff. That was fine. But, like, she also kept looking at the camera. mm -hmm. Um, There was another, uh, we'll go back to this downer scene because there's more. (laughs) But there's also, um, when Grace got to work and found out, like, got called in to the executive office, I was like, first of all, staring at her. As you walk by her freaking office, why? first of all, why couldn't you just tell her that exactly. you need to see her?
1: Exactly. Second of
0: all, you go in there. Well, before Grace even leaves her office, the lady who told her on behalf of those muckety mugs that they needed to see her, she said her thing, said her line, and then looks at the camera before walks, walking away.
1: Oh, did she? Oh, I missed that
0: part. Yes! Go back and watch it because this girl, this lady... Looked at she's like I mean she was she was a pretty decent extra you know with her lines and stuff she delivered the line and was mm-hmm. like uh huh or whatever and then looked at the camera very briefly and then walked away <laughs> not again mm. Jesus
1: I feel so like going, there was oh, oh sorry go on
0: oh I'm just I'm on a roll go ahead
1: well it feels like there was more people that walked by her office than the people that were actually in that that room it <laughs> seemed that way to probably. me probably and that is I definitely not. <laughs> Like, that's definitely not how, like, business is done. Like, if you're no. going to fire someone, it's maybe two people at most that will be in that room right. and say, like, hey, we found these problems and you're fired. So, it's not going to be the board of directors. Have to
0: address it or something. Like, right. they didn't give her any, like, she even started talking and, oh, boy, cut her off. I said, oh, no, that's when I, you know, may have need to really get fired at that point. Mm-hmm. And, and then didn't then she, give her a chance to speak. This was like, nope, this is what we found you're fired. And and I know with Banks, like, okay, sure. Right. But I don't know. <laughs> it was, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you don't call all board of directors just to,
0: you know, Mm-mm. have
1: them all come down for this. Like, but
0: drama, so whatever. But,
1: and um, he's got this huge studio, but I think he used like the same room, not only for Grace's office, but for the mortgage person uh when she goes to <laughs> the same set it all they did is exactly just change yes. up the pictures on the wall but that's about yes, it
0: yes it. it looked exactly the same <laughs>
1: i'm pretty sure whatever's on the computer screen was the same thing that was on grace's computer screen
0: <laughs> oh that's smart oh i'm gonna have to see that one i think it but i thought the same thing and i was like wait is she at her bank or is she just a
2: nope the, the song was the same spot bank
0: or spot Did he move it to her office that quick yeah, it's like it was right great. next
1: door it's like, oh, I get my mortgage out here so
0: <laughs> could have at least moved the desk in a different place to make Something. it like it but it was the exact same shot as same. if it was Grace's office like you can use the same room' because sure budget, you know, but mm. <laughs> it's just gosh.
1: five days they didn't
0: shut the they didn't shut the door when they fired Grace. Oh, girl, nope. hadn't even sat down. I mm. mean, there's literally customers that you can see it, it, through the window from the conference room. They right. the door.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, I bet some of them were probably the looking inside, looking at the camera. Uh, <laughs> I, would,
0: I would probably. I'm sure they I wasn't looking at them. I was trying to figure out why these guys. Uh, oh, right. The, the whole uh, at the diner. Cause it was a diner. Okay. It was a diner. <laughs> they ordered wine at this diner. Okay. Which, which if you know anything about diners, not even about like wine, but if you know anything about diners, you can't get wine at a diner. If I'm wrong, like somebody in the atmosphere, in the listening universe, I, correct me. I, I will <laughs> I will
1: say one of my favorite diners does serve wine. I will say that.
0: Okay. Okay. Still well, incorrect. Correct still but does but that does that diner also have a drive through no this one did in the movie this one did
1: i forgot to look for the drive-through uh but i was just kind of looking because once they got to the wine part that's when like i think i was also noticing they never really drank it or they're pretending to drink stuff and I, I don't know it just all seemed weird like 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 I, I totally get that they were there for hours just talking, and then they were like the last ones to leave. And even that shot, I had a problem with because they just used the same shot like with three different angles. And like, are are we padding the movie now? What's going on? Let's let's get it going. But I hmm. have to go back and watch for the the drive through because I what? How do you know it's a drive through? Like, what happened?
0: <laughs> for the day. I mean. It's not an overhead shot, but it's kind of like a the wide shot of just the front of the diner with just their two cars in the front, um, mm-hmm. like in the parking lot. And to the left, you see this big old white box, and it's clearly glowing, as drive through menus <laughs> do. You can oh, even wow. see the drive up. I mean, there's like an arrow on the ground. I think it's an arrow, but you can for sure see where the car, you know, where you would drive up, or you know, mm-hmm. to. It, it's a drive through. It it could okay. I want you to go back because it could be a sign for the for the diner, but I don't think it is. I feel like diner signs or most restaurant signs are like up, like on a pole and it's up in the air. This was on the ground as if it was a drop-through mm-hmm. uh, menu.
1: Okay. I will look for it. Um, and I, I'd, I'd be remiss if uh, I didn't uh, address the blatant ripoff of, I want to say it's um, – uh, the Nutty Professor, or it could be Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. but when mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's character uh, proposes to Miss Purdy and, and uses, you you remember the scene where she he uses fireflies to propose to her?
0: Hmm, I don't remember that. Oh, it's been a while for that
1: movie, though. It, it has been. But that's a, that's what rang up immediately when I saw these, um, I don't know, the digital star thing that was supposed to be Fireflies when he brought, when Shannon brought Grace out to the woods or whatever to propose mm-hmm. to her out, out there. Because mm-hmm. that's that's what it reminded me. I was like, oh. and But what made it great was, and I love Black Twitter because they actually, like, shot it like on their phone watching it and there were other people in the room and this guy freaked out because like oh my god she just tried to catch one of the fireflies <laughs> that you know really not there
0: <laughs> she did it is not there ma'am um, uh, but do we need to talk about the fireflies and how terrible they looked or no did i mean to move
1: on? That, that was partly my just introduction to them because that was ridiculous <laughs> but and yeah. i think all she did was just what twirl around and that's how they started to become you like visible?
0: Well, or? he did something. I thought he tried to block it out, but I, it seems like <laughs> he did something to make them like to stir them up. And um, I don't know. I don't know. He did. He did something, and then because he's like, he's like, all right, close your eyes. And then she did. And then he twirls her around. I guess and just throw her off. I don't know. And then and then he does something, and it stirs them up. And then he's like, open your eyes. And that's when they're like floating up and stuff. Mm. Mm. I think that was more of a groan point, than was, like,
1: oh, I see. It was like, mm, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I was starting to kind of, yeah. You know, I was not too. Everything anymore, so
1: it, it was like, oh my goodness, this is. At times, it was getting painful because I'm like, wow, what is happening? And then that's when everything is just like, and then that's when my life shattered. I'm like, okay. Well, I thought she said it was, that
0: a couple times she
1: did she did and it just it just kills me whenever like something happens on screen and then all of a sudden her narration agrees with it so I'm like okay You're right and that was interesting I'm
0: okay with narration <laughs> this this one didn't bother me and honestly I would I can say that the movie wasn't as the movie wasn't terrible mm. and I feel like it's one of his better works honestly um okay. I feel like he's very much growing as an artist and he I can see the I can see the growth from like his earlier stuff um I feel like next to now I'm not a huge fan of the show that rather I've not seen many of them um like the dramas Mm -hmm. but I feel like from his stage plays his movies are getting better. Like his dramatic movies are getting better. Um, It's interesting to watch the progression though, um, because he does follow a lot of the same tropes and he um, just makes a lot of the same errors in each of the movies. But um, I do, it it wasn't, it wasn't my least favorite of his work. Mm. Um, And I see growth.
1: I guess. It just, <laughs> for me, it just like, I I was, I was would be expecting better from someone of his caliber at this point in his career. Yes, um, I
0: agree with that, so.
1: And especially, and I know you haven't watched it yet, and I'm so glad you're open-minded to watching it, because <laughs> Acrimony for me is like his worst, but for me, it is like my favorite at this point, because of how... <laughs> how it is and like it's just I don't even want to say how terrible cuz i mean there are people who will say yes it is a terrible movie but there are just some things are inexplicable things that happen in that film and mm. and again it was brought up yet again in the read when i listened to it today just about that whole just a whole scene at the end like once you see it you'll understand of why so many people are perplexed by this movie
0: And I Mm -hmm. did a poll today Mm
1: -hmm. just just to get the barometer of how people felt about a fall from grace compared to acrimony. And uh, 0% on both sides. No one could tell me like one or the other because either no one has seen both Mm -hmm. of them to
0: tell me or Mm -hmm. they just don't
1: know. So,
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: And perplexing is the word I use because I don't want to say, I have a hard time saying acrimony is bad because I'm sitting here telling people they should watch it. Um, because it's like for me it falls into that uh, terribly or awesomely bad genre which for me cats is in and it's it's still a watchable movie but you're just very confused and have so many questions and then it's also one of those movies where you end up like i need a whole bunch of people to watch this with me so we can just have a good time and not take this movie seriously because i don't know maybe they aren't taking it seriously or i'm sure you know tyler perry is but like at some point there's like uh, what is happening? So
0: it's just, it's just interesting to watch this particular creator do his thing. So spectacularly. Um, And kind of like, now I'm not saying this is the same. He's in the same boat as, as um, the game of Thrones creators. Mm-hmm. but to to hear them talk about how basically how they got like this hugely high paid gig to learn what they were doing on the job
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and then completely screw up really what should have been a much better series than series finale um they were allowed to do that and they were placed in a position to do that now now in this in Power Perry's case it wasn't just hand it to him, which is why I really do appreciate his hustle and his grind and what he's been able to make of himself. But it's like, how is this? How how is this? How is this happening to where yes. you're getting to learn while on the job? Mm-hmm. How, just what's the secret sauce here? Um, because I keep mentioning his journey and how I can see a difference and stuff, and it's just like. Yes, artists should grow, creators should grow, and they should change and make mistakes. And But to do so in such a public and What's, exclusive platform or stage or however you want to – how? Right, right. right. Like, uh, mm, I'm, the just, other, I'm perplexed at that.
2: The other
1: how question I'm asking Uh, And I would, you know, kind of ask him that, ask him this too, like, you've seen other uh, black creators who are coming up, um, Barry Jenkins, for example, and just, Mm -hmm. and this goes back to the technical side, like, I'm, and this is actually something I do, like, I see things that that I like, I want to try to emulate that and make it, you know, for something I'm doing. I do that with podcasts Mm -hmm. all the time. But I'm thinking when it comes to Moonlight and um, if Bill Streight talks, or even last year's uh, Queen and Slim. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: However, you feel about the movies or the stories, but is one thing. But the way that they look, like you get like the best cinematographers to make mm-hmm. it look good, and that mm-hmm. was a problem I was having. I'm like, this looks, this looks like a, like a B-rated film, like something I would. That goes straight to like the DVD box or the bargain bin. Um mm-hmm. and I know okay. Tyler Perry is better than that.
2: Like yes. you've he got has, this studio. Access. Right. You right. have
0: you have access to things that most creators, especially creators of color, do not have and yet you're not utilizing it. Why are people's wigs looking as janky as they do? Exactly. Why is the lighting so terrible? Why is your dialogue so and I'm back in. I you've, just, you've got I'm resources just so I just I don't get it
2: and I don't get it
0: like you have had access to so many he has put a lot of black actors to work which is fabulous I love yes, that I've never great. heard of Crystal Fox maybe I'm under a rock. So I haven't I haven't me. either
1: and, but apparently so, she's been around but I've never heard of her and again you know, that's just me I don't know I there are people but that,
0: she's, yeah
1: I just don't know so
0: yeah well and we just don't know her but she's in this, he's starring in this movie that's airing on a major streaming company that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's doing some good stuff but just with the the craft part of it and the technical part of it, like where's the disconnect here?
1: Right. I mean, you're friends with Oprah.
0: Oprah you are friends with and I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it.
1: And was it you that said, said
0: that
1: maybe to. I wasn't sure if it was you that said that maybe he's just surrounded by like, yes, men rather
2: than, that. that you him. know,
0: because of what he has done and what he has done, right. I'm wondering if people are just not, maybe he hasn't put himself in a place for critique or maybe people just don't want to offer it or, I mean, it's a tough place to be in, but honestly, mm. that is the only way. For you to get better, is right. is to surround yourself with people who are going to honestly and um, not necessarily gently, but just be truthful with the critique that they give you, and honest with the critique that they give you. And it's hard. You, it I, I don't know that you can do that when you're critiquing your own work because you're too close to it. Mm-hmm. But but I I don't know what. The deal is maybe he's not surrounding himself with people who will give him honest feedback. Maybe he hasn't placed himself in a position to do so, or maybe he's just surrounded by folks who are afraid to, I, I don't know, but it's clear. I mean, and he confirmed it himself that he at least part of that is somewhat maybe true, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And he's writing like he's running out of time, but not in, which
0: is great. Do it's that. great, but then, but then you need to, you know, have your team to go through check over the stuff <laughs> to go through and check over the stuff with a fine tooth comb that you cannot see as the creator of said work.
1: Mm-hmm. And watch, like, it may, maybe one day it'll click. He'll get a ghost writer, and not give him any credit, which I don't, you know. Whatever, I guess, as long as he's getting paid. She, he or she, mm-hmm. as long as they are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden we'll see his work change and get better. Like, oh, is Tyler Perry good now? And then we'll know like, mm-hmm. he got a ghostwriter. I know it. He's got a ghostwriter because this this isn't a Tyler Perry line or a ghost wiggist or something. I don't know, but things will get better because <laughs> he will start to hear that, like, hey, you should be like we we love his story and how he has been so successful coming from nothing, Mm-mm. literally mm-hmm. nothing, and mm-hmm. if only his work reflected his success, that's all.
0: Right.
1: If only it was as good, and it it can right. be like all he just has just just let us help you.
2: We we I mean, want you like to be he
0: great. Has, right. I want him to be great now, and he's doing it with without my approval. But I <laughs> right. feel like he's got he's got the talent. It's not yeah. like it's not there. Right. But. It, I don't know how much better he'll ever get if he, if he doesn't allow allow that growth and right. the growth through the fire of critique and outside feedback, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And just other people in the room helping him. Like, you can still write everything out. Just let us come yeah, through. that's
0: fine. Right. Brush it up a little bit. You can bit. direct it if you want. You can star right. in it if you want. Right. Do you. But... When it's time to edit the thing and and revise the thing and and make it as tight of a story um, as you can, there's only so much you can do. There's only so far you can go. Um, I don't know where that is because he's clearly doing a lot, right? With his with this method, but. You look at the quality. If that matters to him, he's gotta he's gotta open it up. You know. Yeah,
1: and it's not a race. Like it's fine. You can no, take take your race. time. Take your time.
0: I mean, yeah. do you?
1: I've already made one Hamilton reference, but that took years to be as great as it is. So you know.
0: Oh my gosh. Years. Years. Yeah. Years.
2: I, I don't I'm think looking at be... my own
0: work. Mm-hmm. Like I, I look at my own work, my book that I I mean. I think I'm running on year three now. I can't remember, but I, I wouldn't necessarily call it great, but just what I have learned just in the past couple of months from, from my book and about my book, if I rushed it out of the door when I first wrote it, it would be a hot mess. Number one,
2: mm. it would
0: be barely readable, but it would lack so much of the nuances and so much of the background that I just have discovered recently mm. that it's going to I believe make the story and the characters that much more strong and that much more relatable I mean and I'm not saying that every creation takes years but sometimes it does sometimes you, you have to stick with it and you have to develop it and I mean, it's like a little baby you know you right. You, we don't want the babies to come out too soon because they're undercooked and they're underdeveloped. And it's just like, uh, just like with, with your work, it sometimes takes more time to come together and to finish actually being done before it's ready to hit the big, bad world. So. Mm -hmm.
1: And, and sometimes (sighs) most times in, in, in our society, we can't raise children alone. So.
0: Exactly. It takes a village.
1: Right. So. Is it not? Let Tyler Perry Town help you with you know these these children of yours, and you know we mm-hmm. we want them to be great. So that's why we're we're critiquing so heavy because we can just you know bash on the film all day, which is fun. Got some good laughs out of it, mm-hmm. but you know we
0: at the end of the day it's about the creative collective and right. bettering your work as a creator.
1: Right, and I certainly I love just collaborating with other creators. Like why you're here, Courtney? Just you're great. So I uh, it's it's hey, much thanks. it's much more fun to, you know, to do with others and, and to create stuff. And I'm and again, no slight to the actors. They're just working what they have been given. So Yeah. Doing the best that they can. And again, I guess, you know, the director wants to get it done in five days. So okay, well, that's it. No more takes after that. So
0: I just, just can't imagine. Ugh. I don't well, know the work days were like, "How did you do this in five days?
1: Someone replied to my tweet they they said that they are some some kind of production assistant, and they just it was unfathomable to him when he heard that part about five days so
0: and so uh, just to be clear, it was the whole movie was shot in five days
1: shot in five days yes, I don't know how long post production was, maybe two days. I have no idea I don't know that's well, but, our I
0: mean. Just the shooting how how, like a lot of the same sets were used but true okay. that, but that just the shooting of it like
1: I'm sure how? there must have been like numerous i don 't want to say numerous rehearsals because some of the lines didn't quite seem you know maybe that rehearsed i don't know because I, I, again, working with what they had or the, the material that they had um, and someone else. Yeah, someone else besides Tyler Perry, unless he said it himself, um, has, you know, this whole schedule set, basically. Like, he kind of knows, okay, we're going to shoot this today, this, this, and this order. And, you know, because I've seen, you know, shooting scripts, I believe, and shooting schedules and all that stuff. So, I know how that works. But still, that takes time just to build the set. And that's probably also what happened. Like, what you just said, using a lot of the same sets, like Mm -hmm. that office. So... They shoot all those scenes that day. So,
0: Well, and I'm wondering, like, maybe, um, like, the narration, maybe that was part of it. Could be. Maybe they did the narration in a different time, or um, maybe they did it afterwards or apart from the actual shooting. And so that way, all they had to do was act and Mm -hmm. then do the narrating part later. So maybe that was part of it. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like, if I... Going through to catch some other stuff. I'm even wondering if, like, if it's supposed to be the next day, but it looks like that they're wearing the same exact thing, the previous Mm -hmm. day. It's like in the story anyway. So that I don't know that could be a thing. And I Mm -hmm. just want to make it clear that I am a fan. I do like narration, but when it's used, like maybe when it's used wisely, especially if it's used cleverly, but. Not like this, this was like heavy reliance on narration. That was my, that was my issue. Just wanted to clarify that.
0: yeah Well, if they were running out of time, though, you know,
2: mm, yeah, because yeah. I didn't
0: count you know I didn't count how many lines there were I didn't I didn't time how many spoken words happened. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know, maybe that was a plot a, a device used to um, speed up production. I don't know.
1: Perhaps. I just know it's also probably different for him or, and I may have forgotten to tell you this earlier, but his process or method of writing, um, at least maybe stories, because he used to writing plays and
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he, with plays anyway, you can't really use narration or well, you can, but it's more of an aside. Like the character actually like steps out of the scene and talks to the audience. Right. So right. the fact that you can actually do this a bit more often, in fact, that's what acrimony does too. Cause uh, hmm. Taraji's character is actually narrating everything that happens and she's talking to someone I forget who she's talking to but eventually huh. she's talking to us but still so that's why when I saw the trailer for this I'm like this feels a lot like acrimony and when you see it you'll definitely see the parallels but then it definitely splits and goes off into some crazy direction I'm like oh well that happened so
0: yeah interesting
1: yes but that's interesting that is a fall from grace. So should you feel inclined to watch it? And I say, go ahead and see it because you know, like, like we did it for research purposes. So, um, and, mm-hmm. on, on, you know, how to make your movie better because it really just, it always comes down to writing. Just it's okay to ask for help. So
0: it is okay to ask for help. It's the industry standard actually.
1: <laughs> it, it is. It, and it's that way for a reason. So that way, mm-hmm. It doesn't sound the same and everyone else is right. The main thorough line or, or the main thing that he keeps doing is sad, downtrodden black women.
0: Black and women. Yeah.
1: That I would love for Think him to do some happier things. Cause even his sitcoms, they get pretty serious pretty fast. And that was like way back. I don't know if it's changed because I, I just can't deal. Cause when he, when he goes drama or goes dramatic, it gets dramatic and dark fast. So
0: okay with dramatic and i'm okay with dark but it's always the downtrodden black woman who's gotten screwed over by a man or mm-hmm. whatever and i there are just so many other stories to be told about black women or black people in general there's so many other stories to tell we are so multifaceted why that tropes right. uh, almost every time like i I don't
1: know. Apparently, he's got a new case, show.
0: You know,
1: hmm? Oh, the Oval, right? Uh, oh, besides that one, uh, I guess it's called Bruh, but I haven't looked into it. So, Bruh? I'm, I'm assuming maybe it's about a, a bunch of brothers, maybe? I don't know. I have no idea. Because he's got a show called Sisters, Sisters apparently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't Uh, have any women writers?
1: No, and you think it should at least? You would think at least one.
0: At least one. Mm.
2: Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Same bro, (laughs) same bro. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
1: wow. Um, But that—that is all I I know. We we seem to to beat them up a little bit, but um, you know, we're we're just. Yeah, it's tough love. But we, we say it how we see it. And uh, I mean, until you do better, do better. Just do better. We want you to do better, please. Right. Because I, because that was the, other, the last point I'm going to make is just supporting black creators and how we should always do that. I'm not really always in that camp of doing that because if you are making like crap, I'm really not going to support that because I, you know, I'm just going to just judge you like I do everything else. So Mm -hmm. if it's mediocre, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know, like, Hey,
0: that was not that great. Part of putting your art out there is opening yourself up to the many comments and opinions that follow. I mean, that's just part of it.
1: Right. And equally, if I like it, I definitely will stand for it. So, you know, there's that too, but you won't know until you put it out. And I, and I really like what you're doing, Courtney, with your book, you have your, your beta readers who, you know, you'll, send it out to them, have them take mm-hmm. a look and mm-hmm. you know, you take their feedback. Mm-hmm. So, you no. Know, and that helps make it better.
0: It does. So, hopefully.
1: Hopefully, but I'm sure it does. I'm, I have complete faith in you. So. Ah, uh, thank you. But yeah, I'm going to wrap it up now. Do you have any, uh, shout outs or any recommendations either? I keep forgetting to ask if you have any of those.
0: Um, uh. Well, if you'd like to follow me on the Twitters, you can catch me at IMK Hinton. Well, I will probably be tweeting more about revising my book because I'm doing a thing outside of revising my book, too, and tweeting about book stuff, bookish things, is part of that top secret project. So, Mm. yeah, follow me there. Um, You can, I also would recommend the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. That is what I very seriously consider my creative Bible because it is about creating creative living beyond fear, which is actually a subtitle and it's amazing and I love it. And it's one of those things where I've determined that it's going to be a year, an annual thing that I reread. I've already reread it for this year, Um, but it's something that I, a book that I refer back to, Whenever I need a push to be creative or a reminder of who I am as a creative, or you know, a reminder to face my fears, even though the fear is definitely there. So it's mm. just a great book. Might also want to, it's not just for cre- those who consider themselves creatives either, it's for anybody who wants to live a more creative life or to incorporate more creativity into their life. Um, not necessarily those who want to pursue you know, a career in the arts or whatever. So, it's awesome. Can't recommend it highly enough. I'm also um, reading Burnout Mm
2: -hmm. by
0: the Nagoski sisters. So, Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And it's amazing. It's for ladies or (laughs) those who are female identifying specifically. And it's, again, called Burnout. It's just about how to break the stress cycle and It's so good. So Mm. good. It's so good. I actually recommend it for anybody, but it is written for women. So just keep that in mind. If you are not a woman and decide to read it, but it's awesome.
1: Okay. Well, I thank you for those recommendations and where you can be found. I was trying to review and think if I had anything to recommend. And I know I've been, Home watching things. Um, I will. I will recommend the history of the world. I guess that's that's the <laughs> name of the video. Literally, okay. The history of the world. I guess. And I actually meant to uh, share it in the group chat the other day. I mean, it's been a couple weeks, but I still think about that video. And
0: okay. Like and it's 90- literally called the history of the world. I guess.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll I'll even like attach a link or something to the show notes. I may send it to you later. Um, that's what I have to recommend. Not not only that, not only that, and it's about 19 minutes long too. So yes, the history of the entire world I think is actually what it's called history of the entire entire world, I guess. Um, and it is about 19 minutes long and it is like, like, wow. Good job, Hmm. dude. Um, there is a Instagram account that I have recently been following that is just, I don't know it struck my my funny bone in a way like like this is the kind of humor that like it gets me so or just like you get me you okay so um I'm looking for the name because it's not like <laughs> a word it's a bunch of letters mm-hmm. um oh wait no I sent it to someone okay I can find it that way ah, da, 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 la 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 here we go the account name is K 5 F U W A I believe the artist is I want to say he's Japanese but I really don't know I'm really not sure but a lot of his artwork are like kind of they're basically cartoons and they're usually just one shot maybe two and it's um a lot of them feature (coughs) giraffes they feature sloths um sometimes squids And or alligators, and usually they have they're presented with some kind of challenge that you normally don't really think about when if these creatures were anamorphosized or they were like people like us, such as a sloth uh, being as slow as he is. To explain, explain these jokes will make it not, I don't want to say not as funny, but I'm just trying to preface you. So if you do take a look at these, take a minute. Let it sink in and then you'll probably just laugh like I do because it's incredible. I mean, there are our bread people that like one of them is like a baguette and his, his head is the baguette, but it's the long way. So he's trying to walk through a doorway and he can't because he's a baguette.
0: Ah, uh, so, Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's really simple things like that, but the way it's drawn is just like, it's hilarious. I love it so much. So that is my recommendation. That and the history of the entire world, I guess. I will say there is some language in it. So just if that bothers you, I'm just giving you that warning now. So mm-hmm. there have been some re edits so people could show it in their class. And I guess people really have done that. So hmm, That's yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. Please link me.
1: I will. I will do that as soon as possible. Um, but yeah. Um, follow me on all things in doob Yes, we do have the Facebook page. I still haven't put anything on it, but it's there. <laughs> uh, all things Endube, that's Indub Pod at Facebook over there. Go to Endube.com to find the T Public store for merch and Patreon support and get more perks. I will be designing new shirts very soon. I have a few ideas floating around the old noggin. And um, eventually I will be designing the Endube emblem, or like if I was a, a school or something. So, yeah, I'm going to be working <laughs> on that. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever pods are located. Thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by, and pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets, and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, your face, the bottoms of your feet, and the undersides of your dishes. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. The Endube Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Endube Podcast is part of the Endube Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Endube Podcast, please email EndubePod at gmail.com. That is EndubePod at gmail.com. You can find the Indube podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean. Or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit indube.com where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Your words chief <laughs> good boy this has been another 3s fx production